on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's uh, show, we've got an interesting arrange. So here's the spirits we're going to be tasting today. From Davies County, we have their straight bourbon whiskey. We have the Cabernet finished straight bourbon whiskey and the French oak finished straight bourbon whiskey. And from Westland Distillery out west, we've got from their cast exchange program. Westland's out west? Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It's right in the name. Yeah. Yeah. Washington State. So uh, from them, we have from their cast exchange program, we have their luck from the Lucky Envelope Brewery, the Silver City Brewery. Envelope. And envelope. Envelope. Pecan. Oh. <laughs> Holies. And the Holy Mountain Brewing Company. And then we have a very uh, uh, interesting one, Abasolo Ancestral Corn Whiskey from Mexico. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 1 a.m. Nope, nope. I saw something on the other day when it was on. It was at 1 a.m. Okay. It had a lot of breasts in it and stuff, and that was much better than us. That was a National Geographic thing on cows, though. I think it was Showtime, yeah. Yeah, that was that was talking about cows. That's different. Okay. All right. So we'll go back to two. Best thing on it, two. Yes. Okay. I can agree with Third that. best thing on it, three. But, I'm, I'm a real big fan of cow cheese, cow's milk cheese. I think that's cows would beat us. Cheese. Because yeah. of cheese alone. Well, I, I'd rather have cheese than listen to us. Yeah. I mean, we should do a cheese show. Although, we got a cheese show coming. Although, right? to be honest, cheese. if you like cheese, uh, I, I missed the cheese show last time. If you like cheese, this is the show for you. Yes. So, <laughs> this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today, our Made Man Brent. Hey, I like it down here in the basement. It's like Taco Tuesday with all the uh, with the theme going on. I wish I had a taco. Of course, I say that every day. Of course, I say that every hour. I was going to make a dirty joke here, but we're on the radio, so no. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Pleasure to be here in the basement, damp and dark as usual. Bet he wishes he had a taco. Yep. I do. Good old boy, Justin. Oh, good morning, Bob. Pleasure to be here. And good old boy, Hermit. Thanks for having me. I'm still trying to make taco jokes and I'm editing myself. They don't work when I edit myself. You wish you had one, though, <laughs> don't you? Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's uh, show, we've got an interesting arrange. So here's the spirits we're going to be tasting today from Davies County. We have their straight bourbon whiskey. We have the Cabernet finished straight bourbon whiskey and the French oak finished straight bourbon whiskey. And from Westland Distillery out west, we've got from their cast exchange Westland's program. Westland's out west? Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It's right in the name. Yeah. Yeah. Washington State. 
So, uh, from them, we have from their cast exchange program, we have their look from the Lucky Envelope Brewery, the Silver City Brewery. Envelope. And envelope. Envelope. Pecan. <laughs> Holies. And the uh-huh. Holy Mountain Brewing Company. And then we have a very uh, interesting one, Abasolo Ancestral Corn Whiskey from Mexico. So uh, we're going to have Justin tell you all about our SIPs ratings. One seep. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, guess the, guess the accent. <laughs> Sounds like somebody beat Speedy Gonzalez yeah, with a stick. Go <sighs> give him a glass. <laughs> give, water give. To give. wash out my mouth. He went from Speedy Gonzalez to Boris Karloff back to Speedy Gonzalez. Too seep. Nisei. <laughs> but what else do you have? Nisei. Well, isn't that nice? Nisei. <laughs> Three seep. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? When he said that, all I could picture what was, was this? I this. could picture Artie Shaw looking from behind. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Interesting. Same accent. Same accent. For seep. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Wouldn't it be quattro sips? I'm just, yeah. Cinco seep. There you go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> oh, me. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, now we're banned in Mexico. See, here's the thing. You worry that, like, somebody would be offended by it, but it's so horrible that they just just feel sorry for us. We just lost a whole country. (laughs) (laughs) Banned again. Uh, What can you do? Is Mexico paying for this episode? (laughs) See, see. You were finished. (laughs) <laughs> Who will allow me to retort? Okay. Well, let's move on. So, Thank you. Thank you. So it's we're, about time. So we're going to have Brent tell us about our first whiskeys. Thanks, Bob. Uh, to pay homage to the rich distilling traditions of Davies County, Kentucky, Lux World Distilleries is relaunching Davies County, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, an ultra-premium family of bourbons. The brand honors Davies County, which boasts a long history of distilled spirits and iconic distilleries that helped Kentucky earn its reputation as the home of great bourbons. One of the first distilleries in the area, Davies County Distilling Company, with heritage dating back to 1874, was one of the few distilleries to survive Prohibition. It helped pave the way for nearly 20 other large distilleries that operated in Davies County by the early 1900s. Today, only three remain, but the county's significance in bourbon history lives on. All three variants are bottled at 96 proof and attractive 750 milliliter bottles with an embossed shoulder that's topped with a natural cork. The, the Cabernet Sauvignon finish has been rested for six months in the Cabernet Sauvignon barrels from Napa Valley the Napa region in California, for an additional level of complexity, while the French oak finish has rested in French oak barrels for six months for a hint of dry oak. The secondary aging of in the Cabernet Sauvignon <laughs> the French oak barrels adds a nice extra flavor, layer of flavor, with a light, slight sweet fruitiness and oaky caramel undertones adds repé. So the first one we're going to be talking about is the Davies County Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is 96 96- Proof, uh, 48% ABV, it's non-age stated. 
It's all of the bourbons from Davies County start with the same base whiskey, a blend of bourbons, one made from a traditional mash bill containing rye, another from a weeded mash bill. John Rempe, the head distiller at Lux Road Distillery, says that the combination of the mash bills really sets this bourbon apart. The smooth weeded mash bill and the traditional spicy rye mash bill come together for a balanced taste profile. So this has got a nice, nice uh, coppery color to it. There, it's a little bit, little bit on the on the burnt penny side. The the nose, it's basically I get honey, vanilla, and caramel. I it's a very traditional. Yeah, very super traditional, traditional. Very super traditional. It's a it's a great base. I think this is what they what this is on the palate. Same thing. It's a, I get a nice mouthfeel on the palate. It's a beautiful mouthfeel. Um, the I get the just the honey, the vanilla, a little bit of caramel, and and I just have those throughout everything. And it's got a rather of a short finish, and it's just a very basic, no I, no. Okay, look, I, I understand what you're saying, Brent. I, I mean. But if you give it a little bit of time in your mouth before you swallow, the spice comes out. I can, I think I taste some of that rye. It's not just the wheat mash bill. It's the rye comes out, and I'm, I'm not saying anything you, you said was wrong. It's it's those three notes. It's the honey, the vanilla, vanilla and caramel. But the spice, leave it in your mouth for a little bit longer. You definitely have to do a little swish and Kentucky chew to get those yeah, notes. Exactly, out. exactly. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And then and and uh, I get the spice. If you, sw- if you swish it around, the spice. Goes, yeah, right. And, and yeah. the thing Pops is, up. I I wouldn't say it's a short finish. I give it a medium, but that's I agree. Subjective. But if, if you, you take, it, but yeah. he's right. If you take a sip and just chug it down in the usual centered style, you just get a very plain ordinary bourbon. Yeah. But if you give it a little swish and chew, you give it can that get more out chew. of it. Yeah. And then, and I'm actually getting a little bit of tobacco now. That I feel it. A uh, little, little more cinnamon spice. That's the cigarette you had on the break. Mm-hmm. Mm. I prefer cigars, but. Uh, a little bit of tobacco. It's 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 good. It's uh, very pleasant. It's very um, classic styled. You know, not overly complex, not overly simple. It's pleasant, easy drinking. I drink this by itself and I make a cocktail. Justin, what do you think? Definitely a cocktail bourbon. I'd like it in old fashioned. It's been and a long time since I've had an old fashioned. I should do that. Mm. Yeah, well, I think the spice in it would work real well in an old fashioned. It would. This sweet vermouth really bring out some notes, too. That's a Manhattan. Old-fashioned design vermouth. Oh, my version does. Detail. I have sweet and dry in mine. Uh, so It's got a big rye note, and I think that'll carry through. You know, drunk and lush. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know, I, even though he was say, said old-fashioned, I think this would be fine in Manhattan, too. Even I prefer rye yeah. Manhattans. This, this has got enough spice to it. Well, that, yeah, it's got the spice. That would definitely, that would definitely work. No, it's it's a it's a very pretty whiskey. Um, it's a good base for the rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's you right. know it's this a good starting here, place for the barrel finishes they're doing. Definitely, right. this one here is the base, and it has uh, it doesn't set itself apart from the twenty, thirty other base whiskeys that are out there. It doesn't really set itself apart, and I think that's why when we get into the next couple, this is what they've started. Do with. we know if this is their own distillate or it's uh, MGP? Purchased. I don't know. I know Lux Co. Buy, or Lux Row buys from MGP. And didn't recently MGP bought Lux Row, right? Yes. Or they merged? How's that? Who, who, yeah, who's the, who's they, the pro- they merged. Was probably, probably MGP. I would that. assume MGP is the big boy yeah. in the deep pocket. Well, there's a lot of them that they buy from. So, you know, other than them. So. Oh, yeah. Lux Row does purchase from other people. But I don't know. But they do have a beautiful facility. They're distilling a lot of their own 
Who's you've been there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's real pretty. And beautiful. So they're 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 producing a large part of their own whiskey now. Yeah, it's over on the uh, outside of town near um near the parkway. It's on I mean you can if you're standing in their parking lot, you look across, it's looking Bardstown Bourbon and them sort of can see each other from okay. across the across the park the Blue Ridge Parkway. Well, good. I, I I wasn't sure that Lux, before we talked to, uh I didn't know Luxor actually made their own. I thought they purchased oh, yeah. everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they, beautiful facility. I went I, I, I went there and we did a tour while they were building it. And then I've been back, oh, God, probably three or four times since then. So um, really, really nice facility. And they've got a lot of good stuff. So, But, yeah, it's, uh, it, is, it is surprising how much that spice comes out when you, when you give it a little yeah, bit of chew. And from it sitting for a while, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first took it out of the bottle, it really wasn't there. When, yeah, when we, when we first poured it, it was like a traditional wheat mash whiskey, very smooth, very caramelly. Uh, got creme brulee thing going on, but as it sits and gets some air, the rye mash comes out, and I really enjoy that. And I that that spice that, that doesn't have the citrus of a lot of ryes that I like, but the spice from the rye comes up the clove, a little bit of cinnamon, mm-hmm. and a little bit of nutmeg, and that comes in. So it's a great base. We'll make cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to be rating the Davies County Straight Bourbon Whiskey, ninety six proof. You may be giving it three sips. Interesting. And we'll be back right after this. All right. Hey, and we're back, and we're talking about some of the bourbon whiskeys from Davies County. Uh, we just finished talking about the Davies County uh, straight bourbon whiskey. We gave that three sips. And we're going to have Harm tell us about the next one that we have coming from them. Well, thank you, Bob. You're da- welcome. The Davies County Cabernet finish straight bourbon whiskey. That's Cabernet, not Cabernet. Uh did you say what did you say? What did you when you said pronounced the wines earlier? Oh my god, he trashed it. Yeah. I can do very well with 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 mispronouncing things. I'm great at it. Thank you. So anyway, He's Cabernet finish, straight bourbon whiskey, ninety six percent, ninety six proof, forty eight percent ABV. Uh, it's uh, about the exact same color as the other one, but maybe because I'm uh, susceptible and you know soft brained, got that. Uh, I th- what thought his maybe it was, said. it was redder than the others, but it's really not. There is, I, I don't see any color from the, the Cabernet barrel here. But it's got that same uh, coppery, reddish thing going on. And on the nose, this one, even though it has that same uh, base mash bill with the wheat whiskeys and the rye, high rye whiskeys, the wine really comes through here. Um, on the nose, it starts with honey and then the, the vanilla and the caramel like the others. But... Now you get some rich red fruit coming out. Well, not rich, but just hints of red fruit, really. Uh, I get cassis and a hint of menthol. And I think that's coming from the Cabernet barrels. Yeah. And let this, I didn't try it with water, but it's really quite good. And then on the palate, it was very fruity. Mm. And I'm giving it a chew. And a little raspberry note comes out. But the oak is really what's predominating. So I don't know that the wine added a lot to this, but it did add something. I thought it was quite nice. Um, the oak still predominates. Anybody try this with water? Trying it right Trying now. Trying it right now with water. Oh, there you go. The water brings out some oak on the nose for sure. Oh, yeah. That pops as you put a drop in. Yeah. I didn't think it really helped the palate much. 
I, um, and, but I would, I was hoping you were spot bring more on the wine notes. So it just brings out more of the oak. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're spot on on your description, Harm. I think it's uh, nice. It adds a level of um, layer of complexity with the uh, with the wine and the fruit. Um, the water for me just brought a little oak on the nose, but didn't really make a major benefit. I still get a lot of that good raspberry on the palate. Yeah, for it's sure. There. Yeah. What do you think, Brent? This one here, it, for me, this one went in the opposite direction of what I like. You really? know, for the for the people that like the that 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 wine, I, I just it wasn't the smooth wine to me. It wasn't. I didn't get that smoothness of the wine that that enhanced the bourbon. I didn't know if it was the bourbon was too young or the wine or the wine was too predominant. But the I, combination, I don't think got enough wine finished. But the, maybe the bourbon's too young. The the combination just didn't seem to work for me with this one. It's just it just didn't come together mm. well enough. Got to we have to agree to disagree. I actually like this better yeah. than the first. I know one. you guys like it, and this one to me, I'm not. I, I'm not. I mean, I would rather have the first one than this one with the wine notes. Uh, 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 don't give me attitude, sir. I know that's you right. like a wine finished bourbon. I you, love wine finished bourbon. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's, that's yeah. This is uh, some of the things, but this is a whole different finish, though. This one is uh, like I wanted to say, like oh. a sharper finish. It's. Well, who knows what barrels they use? You know, one of my favorite wine finish, or Cabernet specifically, is the uh, the Pritchard Hill from Jefferson's. Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful but, whiskey. But that Pritchard Hill is also $200 a bottle. <laughs> so that's and a that's, different wine, right? And that is an older bourbon, too. Yeah, that's true. A much older bourbon. That's true. And like I said, I don't know if this is the because of the age, this is a younger age bourbon. Or, or, or the wine barrels they used. Right. The, something just didn't work for me on this. And that's okay. It works for you guys, and it just didn't work for me. No, I liked it better than the first. Justin, what'd you think? So the wine note didn't balance with the whiskey. It stood on its own. And the wine note that I detected seemed like it was um, cheap wine. But I do like the base. <laughs> that that say, well, then you must love this because you only drink cheap wine. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> I only like expensive wine, unfortunately, because I'm a horrible person. But uh, no, I there's good wine for ten dollars and there's good wine for nine hundred dollars. I just rather have the nine hundred dollar wine if I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Somebody else has got their expense account. Yes, bring it on. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Maury? Well, as I said, um, I, I agreed with Harm. I thought it was I thought it was nice. I thought it was a step up from the first one. Uh, I like the dimensions that the wine added to it. Well made. I just keep going back to his comments. You know, a cheap wine. Bring us some fresh wine. No more than old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're a complete bastard, and we all hate you. But you know. On that note, do you want to give, her, give your notes to us, Bob? It's uh, it's definitely a step up. I think it does add a, a significant layer of complexity to the base whiskey. Um, I think the notes that they have are pretty well on point. Like Harm, I'm getting sort of a raspberry note on it, and I'm also getting on the back palate, I'm getting that little bit of menthol, and I think he's right. I it's, smelled more of the menthol than yeah. tasted it. I, I get the menthol yeah, after I swallow it way in the back of the palate. Um, you know, and, and the red fruit is there. Um, the oak came out with just a tiny little drop of water. It didn't really affect the, the taste, but it did amp up the nose a bit on it. Um, you know, all in all, you know, a, a, a solid effort uh, by the folks at Davies County. We're going to be rating the uh, Davies County Cabernet Finished Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Three sips. So we're going to have Maury tell us about our next one. Thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is the Davies County French Oak Finish, 96 proof or 
8% ABV. This expression from Davies County starts with their standard bourbon blend, which is then rested for six months in French oak barrels um, with a hint of dry oak. Uh, this one has a color that's very similar to the previous. Uh, again, a sort of burnt copper uh, color. On the nose, this one definitely has some interesting uh, changes on the nose. You get the cocoa, mocha, a little toffee, and definitely some rich oak on the nose. On the palate, it's viscous, it's mouth coating. You get some uh, sweet vanilla, oak, and cocoa, and it has a nice medium finish. Um, I thought this was a step up. This was my favorite of the three. Um, I'm with Brent that I thought that this was a step up over the um, wine finish. This was very much a step up for me. This was very well very yeah, now, well now produced. Now, I'm the one disagreeing with you guys here. I like the wine finish better. You see, but I will give you, everything you said was right, Maury. The notes, everything you said was there. It was all there. But, but it's just, for me, I like the wine better. Okay. Right. And for me, I like this one better. It's yeah. So, I, that's why I said for each it's person, it's, it's choice. different. It's different. Right. Yeah. It's, it's different because this one here, the, you know, the, the, the cocoa notes and the mocha and the, you know, it's just the, the, the oak is like a drier oak. It's like, and it doesn't have that, that over sweetness to it. See, that, but from French oak, I expect more spice. French oak generally in wine and in whiskey. This doesn't have should spice. Should give you more no. cinnamon. But forget what you expect. Right. Right. Give exactly. you more clove. What it's you get though. And I, what you get though is nice yeah right it just doesn't meet your yeah, but, but expectation. my expectation is so what I, when i like french oak is i like french oak finished scotches and i think with scotch whiskey bases a malt a malt a malt base you really get more of that spice well, yeah. there's yeah. there's a little bit of there's a little tingle on the tongue there's a slight bit of spice it's just not like you said with a french oak finish on a whiskey it's it's much more whiskey, pronounced yeah. yeah this is um, yeah this took this is like softened the whiskey it's like and it's really enhanced it. Well, does it, get, does it get an extra six months over the base whiskey, or is it just rested for six months? I think it's an age? extra six months over the base whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, I I think it's a big step up for the base whiskey, but I still like the wine one better. But they're, yeah. they're both good. They're they're yeah. very distinctly yeah. different. I think it's vanilla and chocolate. I think yeah. uh, you know yeah. different That's strokes exactly for different folks. It it's I mean they're both very well made. They're both very well done. It's just it's what you prefer. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's uh, and the, I like the fact one. that they give us this option. You can taste. Here's our whiskey the way we normally make it, and then here's a wine barrel. Here's a French oak barrel. And, uh, and now you got choices. Yeah, and you I've, know? So I've enjoyed you all, go there. I've enjoyed all three of them pretty equally. I don't really lean one way or the other. I think they're all. You know, I think the finishes are all. Both he says that about them. his sex partners yeah, as well. So doesn't really exactly lean one way or the other. If I were you, you're never in the other supposed room. to. You're not supposed to, to to rank them against each other. Yeah, but these these two are, I think, equally well done. And like you said, it's it's vanilla and chocolate. Um, but we're going to be rating the Davies County French Oak finish. Three Interesting. Sips. You know, I had to edit it myself because I was there were so many dirty jokes that were right there, and I just couldn't go. You, you keep doing this to me. All right, so this we're going to move on show to our, our next distillery, and that's going to be Westland. Um, we've done Westland before on the show quite a few times, and we've done uh, their Coraline. Uh, we did the Gariana before it actually came out for general distribution. They were kind enough to send us an experimental sample of it, we, and we've done the first two of the cast exchanges. So Westland is located in Seattle, and it's another. It's, uh, they were founded in 2010 by Matt Hoffman and Emerson Lamb. Their first release came out in uh, 2013, and their main product line consists of three main expressions: the American Single Malt, the Sherry Wood, and the Peated Oak, and then a bunch of different 
limited releases like these. So working to create a distinctive American style of malt, they've used combinations of locally grown barley, American peat, which I find still fascinating that they're able to source American peat, um, and oak from the Pacific Northwest. This is their latest expression from the Cast Exchange series, um, the, latest, the, la- the latest three that we're going to have. Um, their Cast Exchange is a series of single malt bottlings driven by demand for casks from Washington brewers. Instead of selling the casks to the breweries, they loan the casks to them after they age the whiskey. Then the brewery uses those to age the beer, and then they send them back, and then they finish the whiskey in the cask. So the first one we've got is the Westland Cask Exchange Silver City Brewery. It's 102.4 proof, 52.4 ABV. Uh, this is the third expression in their cask exchange program. Uh, they worked with Silver City Brewing uh, and sent them five of their casks, which were then filled with their Scotch Ale. The casks were then returned to Westland and filled with their uh, five malt uh, whiskey. So let's give this a try. And this is the one that, in their tasting notes, one of the things they had was creamsicle. And that's, I don't know if it's the power of suggestion, but that hit me right in the, right in the very tip of the nose as soon as I got it. I had to search for it, but you're right. There's, there's there. creamsicle, waffle cone, cereal note. Into smoke. Just a tiny little bit of smoke. And on the palate. Hmm. Again, they had in their notes Ovaltine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. Getting it. I disagree, yeah. dude. I don't I don't get that at all. I get I, I get that mouth coatingy sort of Ovaltine. I get the mocha. It's definitely malty kind yeah, of. It's a malt. Yeah. The yeah. heavy malt. Yeah. Look, I love malt whiskey. You know what it is? And it's kind of like half half Nestle Squick and half yeah. malted milk. The, okay. It's like yeah. a malted milk ball. That's what it is. Yeah. Like a like you a guys Nestle, are fine. like a Nestle's malted beer. Hmm. You know? It doesn't have enough malt. It tastes like Ovaltine <laughs> to me. I look my Ovaltine malted beer. I my my parents are from India. I was born in India. We visit all the time. Really? For I some didn't day, know that. What I would I imagine, you were I'm a Florida this. cracker in in India. They don't have this beautiful chocolate quick that I loved when I was in Canada. What we had was freaking Ovaltine. He was kicked out of. Canada. I actually liked Ovaltine for a while because I know any better. This does not taste like Ovaltine. Kicked it doesn't have out. enough malt for me. Not wow. allowed to return to Canada. Yeah. It's too like, freaking cold there. We visited once back when I was in, a co- in high school. Did you so, know he was Indian? Dude. So what are Terrence and Philip actually <laughs> like? Just wondering. Yeah. They don't sound like that. Yeah. Their jaws are attached to their heads. He's adopted like or. Ike, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I told my daughter she was adopted the other day. She cried. It was horrible. It it my, with, it with tears of joy. It she broke my heart while I was laughing. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't a sign. Wait, wait, wait. Here, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Honey, you're adopted. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) Tears of joy. And then she looked at him and said, You're a complete bastard. We'll hate you. There you go. Yeah. She learned that from her mom. So what did you guys think? Okay. For me, this was too malty and too peated. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. It just didn't work for me. No, dude. You know. it just this one you guys like that stuff and yeah. and I and I don't and so that's why that's why it didn't work for me and that's okay it, it's it's what you enjoy and it's what I don't enjoy it's the two different things I can get all those notes um, and if I got the creamsicle on the palate and stuff but what I got was a was a chocolate malted peatedness on the palate and I just wasn't that wasn't my flavor profile so for me, for me this one's a pass. Damn, I got a keg of this beer coming for you. Thank You're you be very much. Really, really <laughs> disappointed. 
Uh, oh well, I don't know what he's going to do with it. All. You got a rating? Does anybody else want to chime what in? What do you guys think? I like this. Um, I can't remember what Ovaltine tastes like. It's too many decades, but the creamsicle and the are waffle crusty and old. So you know, <laughs> I really didn't get the smoke that Brent's complaining about. It's light. It's very light. Brent it's can well smell integrated. smoke through a glass bottle in a shopping bag in my car parked this one in wisconsin okay so <laughs> buried in cement yeah he could probably smell the smoke you're giving him too much credit no. that schnoz does no. not smell smoke that far away oh it does trust me i've held bottles up and he goes i smell smoke I'm like yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is uh brent that, yeah. that's the sign of a stroke you yeah. smell toast yeah, yeah. ptsd his left so. arm's a little is. tingly yeah i believe so <laughs> Listen, I thought there was nothing wrong with this whiskey. Uh, it's interesting. It's a little different. It's off the beaten path. Uh, I think it's well made. And um, it may not be Brent's I'm not, profile. I'm not oh. a fan of beer finished whiskeys. I've tried a lot of them because I, I don't prefer beer that much. I oh, yeah. It helps if you're a beer fan. Yeah. Yes. All, I think all of these, all the ones we've right, done before yeah, and no, all the ones yeah, we're doing today. So. Right. I think this is a, the, a beer introduction to whiskey yeah. versus a wintry a whiskey introduction to beer. I think it's the one way and not yeah. the other way. Yeah. If you're That's not, fair. If you you're know? not a beer person, this might not hit you correctly. So. Right. Yeah. I've been right. enjoying beers more, but it's, it's not my thing. I, I'm not a big fan of beer finished whiskeys, but I'll give this a try. But what's coming up next is the. Uh, Oh, hold on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We're not Did done with this one yet. We have to give this one a rating. Is that okay if we wait? You're, you're, please. You're, please. Okay, hold on. Let me wait. I'm going to wait a little bit more. You want more dead air? Give, okay. Give it, the, give it the rating. Uh, trust me. There's the plenty of dead air. The one that's next is what I'm talking about. That's the one. So I'm we're going to be are rating the about? Westland Cass Exchange Silver City Brewery. Three sips. All right. Brent, they're, they're, getting, they're letting you do this one. This is the that. beer finish I liked. Well, I know. This one is the Westland Cask Exchange Lucky Envelope Brewery. Envelope. Yes, the, that pecan. too. You have pecan. both of pecan. them. And so the 102.6 Wayne, proof. What you do with that pecan, boy? 51.3% ABV. En- envelope. Yeah, this is, this is non-age stated, but it's a minimum of 69 months. So if you and figure that out. The last one, by the way, was 53 months. We didn't mention that. But right. You know, I didn't, I, mean, even, I didn't even see 69 months, but now that I see 69 months, it's definitely Now you're more favorite. excited. Yeah. I'm totally excited. Do you wonder why? I'm 13 forever. <laughs> the jokes write themselves. So this is the fourth expression in their cast exchange program. Wesson worked with Lucky Envelope. 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 from seattle and sent them four used whiskey casks which then filled with an imperial stout that had previously been aged in used malbec wine cask these casks were then returned to westland and filled with five malt whiskey and that ran through their still immediately after a peated spirit run oh my god i think i'm gonna hate this right it just sounds it just sounds like it's not gonna do it but the color the color is a nice it's a nice uh nice copper Nice little copper color to it. On the nose, I get those Danish butter cookies. Which is freaking awesome. Oh, my God. The nose is amazing. The nose is amazing. I get some jasmine on there. Um, Just... Little, I get a little, just a, just a hint of floral on there as well. But on the palate, I get crepes. Some, I get some... Uh, it's like a nice, beautiful dark chocolate. I get a little bit of fruit. And... Just a touch of smoke on this, you know. I just get a touch this of smoke. This is less smoky than the first this one. This is yeah. a. This is just a beautifully blended 
you know how they how, well not blended because they've you know they've moved crafted one, crafted it's and I really enjoy this one where the last one I didn't enjoy this one I like overly enjoy I'm like almost more you know so much more than I the other I think this is because it's got two more tenths of proof you're a proof hound the last one was, <laughs> was 102.4 this is 102.6 I think that's that why makes, you like that it better that makes all the difference to I me I right, right. in his so that probably has something to do with it oh well yeah. that explains it no it's it's I I I can't go on about this whiskey enough. And I just said I don't like beer-finished whiskeys. Well, that's all right. They don't like one, you either. No, but this one. You're contradicting and, and you know what, yourself. This is, the beer was finished in Malbec wine cast, so I've got wine and beer. There you go. There you go. And, and stout. This and a stout. And a stout A stout finished whiskey is, is much lead, better yes, to, me, to me than an IPA and a, one. Or and, I don't, and I'm not a beer drinker at all. I, well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing some whiskey from Westland Distillery from their cast exchange program. So, what do you think about it, Justin? So, I really like this. They were very ambitious. Who is that? Trying to I don't recognize the accent. <laughs> say, say envelope. Envelope. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, they, they tried to do oh, a lot. Envelope? They pulled it off. You know, mixing wine and beer and, I mean, wow, you know. Well, and, and I think this is really appealing to the to beer people because they are taking it from different breweries. And, you know, and, and when you're a beer person, you really, and I, I mean, a bourbon person, a scotch person as well, you really have breweries, you know, or distilleries that you really enjoy more than others. Of course. And stuff. So I think you've got a fan base and each one is different so i think this brings a whole different element to the table yeah this might appeal to people that like all these different things without turning them off by tasting the other ones i can see them putting a bottle of this right in the in the brewery and saying okay listen you can have a shot of this beer and have this uh beer and a shot beer and a yeah. shot with it you know Good special it's, oiler uh, makers <laughs> the yeah and things right hey gives a whole new meaning to that you know yeah the, I, I can see it happening, though. Why wouldn't it happen? Why would you not have that happen? If you're collaborating with them, why would you not have your your product right in there with your beer and vice versa? And it's like, well, let's make the best of both of these worlds. Be fun to chime side by side, the beer and the and the whiskey. Um, it would be. I be love fun. Maury's idea, the bo Boilermaker. I, I would love to do that today after the show. There you go. Great. You're doing it now, you alcoholic fiend. Yeah, well. You're a drunken lush. <laughs> what are we going to rate this one? No, not yet. I Don't rate it yet. Can't rate it yet. Why? I need to talk about my PTSD. Okay. I thought we were done hearing really from you. Feel no, no, no. Let me say. Oh, so, when I, was, when I was a kid, or, or in high, middle school and high school, there was a jasmine tree outside my window. It's, you know, you know we can open the windows in, in Florida. Even Is in this winter, in India? In, 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 down here. We had a jasmine tree, and it got struck by lightning. Well, that, that's gone now, but back in the day, we had a jasmine tree in the front, and you'd open the windows at night, and you'd smell the jasmine. And my parents, again, the, the Danish butter cookies, but we're from India. They loved their Danish butter cookies with their tea. So this is the Danish butter cookies and the jasmine together. So where the PTSD comes in is I got divorced and moved back to my parents' house when I was 30 <laughs> for a year. So there's the PTSD right there, but still... <laughs> This is the Danish butter cookies and the jasmine on the nose. I love this. It's crazy. I was wondering where you're going with that story, but yeah. thank you for sharing that. 
Welcome to this month's Harmeet's Therapy Session. Isn't his mother's name Jasmine? So therefore, every tree there is that's, a Jasmine tree. Her name is not Jasmine. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a nickname. Because white folks can't pronounce her name. You call her Jasmine. Yeah, I see how it is. What is yeah. she, Vulcan? Jasmine. It's like all I can say. <laughs> I'll call her Spock then. Right. Couldn't pronounce her first name. <laughs> <laughs> Dear oh, Lord. Wow. No, uh, so this I love this whiskey, man. This this one's a great one. That's because it brings you back to your childhood, and, and not you're just still that, living the, there. The, the the floral notes from this beer are excellent, the, and the Malbec to, to me didn't show up at all. It's it's no, it's the, it was invisible. All right, well we're going to be rating the uh, which one are we on? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> what lucky, well, there's three of them. Envelope, 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 yeah. envelope. It's the lucky envelope. So the Westland Cash Exchange Lucky Envelope Brewery, four sips. That's classified. Is that right? Wow. Or envelope. Envelope. All right. So Maury's going to tell us about our last one from Westland. I'd be happy to. The next whiskey is the Westland Cask Exchange Holy Mountain Brewing Company. 100 proof or 50% ABV. Non-age stated. Aged a minimum of 73 months. This is the fifth and most recent release from the Cask Exchange program. The folks at Holy Mountain Brewing Company took fresh port casks and filled them with their American strong beer using Britannomyces yeast. The beer was allowed to mature for a little over a year before the casks were emptied, and four of them were sent to Westland, who refilled them with their three-year-old Westland single malt. This was allowed to further mature for another 35 months before bottling. So that's quite a long time for a finish. Uh, again, the color is fairly for similar. For some folks, it's quite a long time for a wedding. Yes, that's true. Uh, the color is a beautiful uh, burnt copper, much similar to the others. The nose is really interesting. Uh, cafe con leche, waffles, um, cola. Flat cola. Flat cola. Yeah. Flat cola. Well, cola, flat cola, <laughs> any cola on the nose. Um, the palate is interesting. I was poor when I was a kid. We could only have flat cola. Couldn't afford it in bubbles, you know. A little bubbles. less viscosity, but nonetheless, uh, bran muffin, pecan, and uh, mulled wine on the palate. It's got a medium finish. Really interesting whiskey. I... Um, like Harmeet, preferred the second one uh, just a little bit more than this. But this is really well done. It's interesting. It's just a different take. And uh, again, I think it's really interesting. I don't well get made. that cafe con leche, but I think you're pretty right on the waffle cone and the cola. This is. He grew up with rich parents. He had bubbles in his cola. They probably. <laughs> you know what they had? They had bubbles in their cola and ice. Envelopes. And we had ice. Envelope. <laughs> Harm, what'd you think? I like this one a lot. I do like this one. I still like the. I still like the lucky envelope better. I knew better. you did. I lucky envelope did. is still better for me, but I like the fact that they're trying the different breweries and doing this different ways of doing this whiskey. Um, when are they going to do a Mickey's barrel finish? That's and, yes. not, and, and look, yeah. and Britannomyces yes, as it's called, uh, in is horrible in wine, but they go out of their way for it in beer. Uh, you get you sometimes get an in, infection of Britannomyces in the wine. And he gives that barnyard flavor. It, it's like, oh, it smells like chicken poop. And it's horrible. It smells like a barnyard in wine. It's a bad <laughs> thing. But in beer, Britannomyces works. And it I don't does. know why. I don't know why either. And it does. Um, those farm style, our farmhouse ales are Britannomyces, are Brett, wine, Brett beers. And it works here with this whiskey. And I'm surprised because when I see, anytime I see Brett, I'm like, or 
not like the person bread, like Brettomyces, Brettomyces, I automatically think, oh, it smells horrible. But no, it doesn't. Like he can see it. His eyes ain't that good. It's not for me. It's not for, generally not for me. But in here, it works. It works. I mean, they're yeast. They're it, tiny. It, you can't see them. It does work in this. It's it does. It's not nothing is overpowering in this, and so you almost forget what the what you started with as a base because this one again was very well blended. Not as very well blended as the envelope, mm -hmm. but um, but again, this one comes across as a very unique. And very it's enjoyable. Unique or it's not unique, dude. Unique is a pro. Very no freaking very unique. Unique, enjoyable. Ah, unique, unique, enjoyable. There you go. And the other thing is, uh, there's an, a hint of lime on the nose. Just a hint, and maybe that's part of the cola nose. It's just a hint of lime. No. Coke, cocoa with lime. Yeah. <laughs> Grammar Nazi over here. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So harm's craving sugar. That's the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> the diabetes, the diabetes kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go in the other room do a test? I'm just saying. Might want to check that monitor, bud. <laughs> no, this is this is lovely. It's it's. And this is 73 months. So it was supposed. To, so I've obviously yeah, so just stepped over, down because it wasn't 69. Yeah, just over six years. So yeah. I mean, I definitely get you know the colas there, the almonds there, the waffle cones there. I get, I don't know if it's cafe con leche, but I do get a mocha note on the nose. Do you? Yeah. I get more of a mocha on the palate. Right in the tip, but the mocha on the palate is huge. Um, pecans. Pecans. Yeah. Mold wine. Um, a little bit of cinnamon. You know, the cocoa notes are huge. Really, really interesting. I'm stretching for that cinnamon. I mean, it's it's. There's a spice, but I don't know if it's cinnamon. I can't reach the cinnamon in this. It's beyond. Yeah, my it's palate. not real pronounced. I mean, it's just it's very, very underneath, very, very layered. But yeah, definitely a very, very interesting, uh, interesting. We could have used bigger samples from Westland. Yes, too. it could have. <laughs> right, we could have used bigger samples for this one. So. You think you could do a better review if you had more? Yeah, I'm just well, saying. Obviously. Sure, I'd be able to evaluate it a little bit better if there's more in my glass. You know, you'd also be on the floor. So <laughs> that's right. We're going to be rating the Westland Cast Exchange Holy Mountain Brewing Company three sips. All right, I think so it's it's between a three and a four for me. Really, it's it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah, it's 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 just so close to that second one. Yeah, it's very close to the second. Very different though. That's mm. the interesting Completely part. Completely different. They're all very different, and every time they do one of these, we get it, and, and they're very different. And that's I really enjoy that variety. The, of, that um, is very yeah. nice because you get to pick. You know, again, yeah. you get to pick and choose. Yeah, it's just like what Davies did earlier with the three with the different ones. You know, same with this one. So. Yeah. All and right. Is so Holy Mountain Brewing Company even available outside of Washington State? Have no idea. Probably yeah. not. No idea. Well, we're going to go to our last whiskey of the day, so I'm going to ask... Do you mind telling me what this is all about, mister? I would be happy to tell you what this is all about. Happy. Happy. So today we're going to talk about Abasolo Ancestral Corn Whiskey. <laughs> oh, 86, so 86 proof, or 43... Yeah, okay. Alcohol by volume. Abasolo Mexican whiskey is the first ever 100% Mexican corn whiskey created by the team behind Montelobos y Anchores in Jopoltepec de Abasolo, Mexico. Okay, so look, I, I, I don't think you should do the Mexican accent through yeah. the whole thing because we'll okay. just get yeah. banned. Yeah, because I can't but, understand what the hell he's saying. So, 
But but really, solo. what's wrong with you? I'm not a big fan of Monte Lobos, but Ancho, Re- Ancho Reyes is fantastic. I don't know if you guys have had that. They I have. I yeah. love the Ancho Reyes. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's a, it's, there's a Chipotle and a Habanero, and there's a... What's the other one? Uh, Ancho Reyes, good chili. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a chili-based It's a chili based, like uh, liqueur, but liqueur. But so. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Abesolo. Abesolo is distilled from the finest non-GMO cacahuensintle corn, which has Thank been God you pronounced that. cultivated over generations by local farmers in the first ever distillery dedicated entirely to Mexican whiskey. The corn product undergoes a 4,000-year-old traditional process called nixtamalization, in which the corn is soaked and cooked in an alkaline solution, usually a lime bath. Calcium oxide. Exactly. Washed and then hulled, uncovering the deepest notes of this ancestral ingredient. This is the same process used to make masa for tortillas. I love good it, tortillas. It's got a tortilla uh, note yeah. to the nose. It does. Nixtamalized corn is more easily ground. Its nutritional value is increased and flavor and aroma are improved. I'm all about more nutrition when I am drinking. Yes. I get my vitamins it's from my whiskey. Mm-hmm. This is Vitamin mostly vegetables. A's. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. The spirit is copper pot distilled and aged for two years in ex-bourbon barrels. Oh, no. Two years? Oh, yeah, no. but it tastes so it much. It tastes so much older. Older yeah. than two-year corn whiskey, which. The you, nose is young. It's got a young, corny nose. No, it's nose. not young. It's, 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 it's different. It's, it's corny. Totally it's corny. This is well, yeah, not supposed to be. This is masas, masa you know, tortillas is, oh, yeah. all day long. Mm. And I've never had a corn whiskey like this before. It's got like buttery notes. Mm. Oh, it does. There's buttery notes, the lime note. It's if so they were funny. inspired by tequila making a corn whiskey and doing it really, really well. What did you think, Brent? Okay. When you think corn whiskey, you're thinking Kentucky corn whiskey. You're thinking mellow, mellow corn, corn. You're thinking other things like that. And and the the, the tasting notes that, the tasting notes that I I wrote down with this is Yahasta. Try it. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what language is that? That was almost Jamaican. You know, Yahasta. Try it. It's, I think uh, that's German. Uh, you know, they went to Mexico <laughs> after the war. Just uh, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's there's there's. There's influence of Mexico because you have, it's, you want to think it's tequila, but it's not. I don't, you guys say tequila, but that's the nixtamalization is not giving uh, me agave uh, notes at all. No. But both it's of you not, guys it's not giving me a, it's giving me, no, I think of tequila because, but it reminds of, me of tequila. Right. It reminds me of tequila because me of, of the Mexicans and arepas. Yeah. But yeah. because oh, of the Mexican influence, you know, you're thinking, okay, what, what alcohol comes from Mexico and you think tequila and this yeah. is why you have that. It's definitely Mexican. It's definitely you Mexican. Can't hide Mexican. It. It's, right. right. You can't. We cannot right. hide it at all. But you guys, I think you're confusing the alcohol with the food. This to me reminds me of Mexican food, not Mexican alcohol. It's not like mezcal. It's not like tequila. No, no. It is that corn note. No, is it doesn't co- taste anything like tequila. Sweet, it doesn't taste anything like tequila. Fruity. It just reminds. It me. does oh, yeah. taste like Mexican food. Yeah, it's it's right. right. I freaking love this. Oh uh, yeah. I it's mean, it's like Mexican street corn. Mm. And honey, and on the palate, and and a, you know a little bit of leather and black tea, 
And a little I don't bit get of spice. the black tea, but I'll get the leather. Yeah. At the very end on the finish, just a little bit Sweet of black corn, tea. Sweet corn, cinnamon, and there's there's like a buttery note to it. This is so yeah. good. What'd you get? You, you mentioned the nose, Brian. What'd you get on the palate? On the palate is great. I mean, I got all those. I got, it's like, it was like, if you have uh, a Mexican corn, when you make a Mexican corn yeah, and stuff. Mexican street corn, yes, baby. Yes. And that's what you get on. That's you what get it that, is. Yeah. I'm you get that. You. And when you say the uh, arepa, however you want to tell it, however you want. Right. Those are the those. corn cakes with the right. cheese in the middle. Yeah. Exactly. The so greatest things ever at the corn. fair. Yeah. Oh. But this is not, this is a corn that amped up. You want to drink this. All I can say it's is you Mexican, just want to drink it's this. It's Mexican corn. This, right. is not, this is not Kentucky corn. This is yeah. so You just good. want to go out and drink this. You want to go yeah. out and get some and, get, and drink it. You ask the to question try is, it. is it the terroir or is it the nixtamalization it's the process? Next, I think it's the yeah. nixtamalization. It's the way they're doing. I mean, they're using a, a heritage breed of corn, which obviously we don't have growing Correct. around here. I think it might but be But it's the both. treatment of the corn as well. And it's, this is yeah. a geek's whiskey. You, yeah. if, you, if you like whiskey, you have to have this in your bar because yeah. this is something different. This yeah. is... Yeah. You, you totally can do a different. lot with this. You can make an interesting margarita with this. You could make a, a mule with this. Yeah. You can do anything. Well, we're going to be rating the Abasolo Mexican corn whiskey four sips. That's classified. Kudos. Yep. They did a really great job. Yeah. I'd like to taste this. Like, they have other barrels coming? What are they doing? That's, this is it. This is so, it? as far as I know. So. Maybe older. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap the subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or whoever talks back to you on your phone to play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. (coughs) You all right? We'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. You can also check out Brent, Maury, and myself on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of industry enthusiasts and uh, bourbon professionals. With representation in eight states and two countries, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work, using their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities. I want to thank our host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Thanks for having We've me. We've converted him. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. A very interesting day in the basement. Some fascinating whiskeys. Thank you, Justin. Gracias, Senor Bob. And thank you, Harm. Thank you, Bob. This is really cool show today. Interesting things. Uh, For Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. Thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Well, then drink that that, uh, Mexican corn whiskey. You won't have that problem. When we saw Mexican whiskey, we went, what? We were skeptical. Every one of us loves it. I I said, there's no way that I'm going to like that Mexican corn whiskey. It is one of the most interesting things I've seen in the last several years. Yeah. been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.